0: Welcome to Twintopia, the podcast about all things twins. I'm Julie. And I'm Katie. And we are identical twins. At least we think we are. Today is part two of our Twins in Hollywood show, the Halloween special. We will continue our interview with my friend and fellow identical twin, Joe Stein. So for today's episode, we are going to be talking about freaky twin coincidences, certain cultures that look at twins as evil, cruel experiments on twins, twins being feared. And of course, we will be talking about twins in Hollywood, the creepy kind. And Katie, what else do we have? And um, we're going to talk about twins in history because the history of twins is kind of fascinating and um, sometimes grueling and terrible. So we will talk about those things too.
1: Sounds fun. All right.
0: So um, can we, are we going to start with your questions, Julie? You had some for Joe about kind of creepy coincidences that she may or may not have had with her twin. Well, I was just wondering Like, have you ever had any bizarre things happen with your sister, either with ESP or because you look so much alike?
1: Off the top of my head? Yeah. (laughs) I can't think of any off the top of my head. Like, have you ever had a moment
0: where you've, like, known something was going to happen with your sister before it ever happened? Or maybe the fact that you live so far apart, like, have you sensed something was going on with her but didn't know it?
1: Not that I can think of. Like, I don't think we ever, you know, we were never those kids that felt each other's pain or... Mm-hmm. um knew that something was going to happen i mean there must have been some instances but i cannot remember the top of my That's head okay
0: we had something weird a weird coincidence i don't know if it has to do with twins but it's kind of bizarre that the universe brought us each husbands that happened to have met as children and oh, what? and yeah derek's parents so my husband's parents and katie's now husband's parents have known each other for like 35 years so before they met and that they didn't meet through our connection. So that's kind of bizarre. So Katie, do you want to tell that story? Yes, sure. So, um, so it's a very short story. Um, just my, when I was dating my husband, who's when we were just first met each other, um, Ju- we went on a houseboat trip with Julie and her in-laws and nobody acted like they knew each other because they didn't recognize each other. But um, then like only like a month later, Julie was visiting her in-laws and she was looking through the previous year's Christmas cards that they keep in a basket at their house. And she sees my, my then boyfriend now husband, David in a picture on their, on, on their stack of Christmas cards. And she's saying, why do you have David, Katie's David that you just met? why do you have him in a Christmas card from last year? And they said, well, well, but those are the Hassan plugs. We've known them for 30 years, you know, <laughs> and they were just so confused. And it was because my husband's um, parents are divorced. And so he has a different last name than his mom has. And they known his mother since he was a little boy and they'd met him as a child. And so, so Julie's husband and my husband played together when they were little on these conferences, they would go to these so, okay. So my father-in-law and Katie's stepfather-in-law are both civil engineers okay. and they were on this water board, and they would go to conferences every year where you could bring your families. And it's always in resort places like San Diego or somewhere fun and you can bring your families. And so like... I've even been to one of these with my (laughs) father-in-law. They like (laughs) literally vacationed together, but yeah, so they recognize each other as adults. So, so they when they were the kids were young, they would bring the kids. So David and Derek, our husbands, have met as children, and they remember now. Like they know who the the, their families are. They just, of course, look so different as grown ups and wouldn't have no context. It was out of context, but it's so weird. That are we, we just have? We don't, we don't have ESP stories to tell. I wish we did, but we have things like where we would lose our teeth on the same day, and uh, we went through puberty on the same week. You know, like really, yeah, like it's probably TMI. but we <laughs> we both started our periods within like a week of each other. That's so weird for the first time. And then for we the also we both got stung by a bee right in like the the socket of our eye on different occasions and both t- both of us it was I was on a moped and she was on a bicycle but both of us got stung while riding a bike in the island like right it flew into our sunglasses and stung us in the same I- way like within a year like we both had the exact same scenario happen That's just,
1: that is yeah. that is creepy
0: but um, it's just weird that those both that is a very yeah. strange circumstance to happen to two people
1: yeah, It is yeah, so yeah that is and- that is weird yeah. <laughs> yes. even i think that's weird i can't yeah. think of anything um in all fairness my memory is terrible <laughs> my sister would probably be able to remember more but she remembers everything from when we were kids and i have no idea what she's talking about yeah so i think she got all the memory <laughs>
0: yeah well maybe we'll have a future
1: but that podcast where we she, interview both of you she will hopefully be here at christmas oh can we do she's one we, to look- when she's trying to book flights because they're opening up again next month. Oh, I'm sure so excited to So that this. might be fun. That
0: would be really fun.
1: And she will probably be able to remember a lot more than I thought
0: Okay. We would <laughs> All right, love so that. that would, I would love that, yeah. Yeah, and if our listeners, if any of you out there have had some really weird coincidences or twin telepathy or anything like that, we want to hear about it because we might put it on our show. So twins, um, as a group of people have had kind of a creepy past so I'm I'm thankful we were born in the age the day and age and location that we were because if we had been born back in the 1800s um, according to um, some research I did on the live science website there was a man named Alexandre Dumas and he wrote a novella based on some true facts about some, he was, he was writing about conjoined brothers, but he was, he made it like kind of creepy because of the history that he had studied that, um, that in some cultures, like when cows give birth to twin calves, they're sold immediately because they're considered a bad omen. And, um, centuries ago in West Africa, he learned, um, when women would bear twins, um, And this area of West Africa had four times higher rate than the rest of the world at that time of having twins and for whatever reason, but um, the Yoruba people of Nigeria um, believed that if you had twins arrive, then everyone should be alarmed because there's some kind of bad omen going to happen. And they would often banish the mother and the babies from the village because they were like, ah, Something bad's well, going to happen if you don't get out of here. You know what? That's interesting that you said that, Katie, because I was just thinking about this because I have this article sitting here um, that my father-in-law sent to me about the oldest twins. This just came out um, se- September 20th in the San Francisco mm-hmm. Chronicle. Um, I guess the Guinness Book has a new oldest set of twins alive right now, which are these twins from Japan, these women, and they mm-hmm. are 107. And um, they said in this article that they were bullied as children for being multiples. They lived in a tiny little Island. Yeah. They lived off in a tiny little Island um, off of Japan. So maybe the town that they lived in. And again, this was a hundred years ago when they were little kids. So maybe they had never seen twins before. And we know like humans in general tend to be fearful and think that when they haven't seen something, they they're scared of it. Right. And sometimes they even think that, they're from the devil or yeah. they're demons. If it, if people look different or anything's different than how they're used to, cause it could be back then they'd never seen another set of twins or even heard of twins. I mean, yeah. in the twenties, there was no, there were no, there was no television. So it could be, they hadn't heard of a human giving birth to more than one person at a time. So they were very much bullied for it. Yeah. I wrote down some notes in the margins of this article. I'm showing it to Joe. Um, This might be for another podcast, but what's interesting about the story and I'll um, put a link to it on our website, but they were separated as children because one of the girls was sent to be a maid on the mainland Japan and Mm -hmm. sent to like help support the family and sent away and they were raised separately. They didn't even get reunited until they were in their 70s. Oh, that is so tragic. Which is why they're in separate nursing homes here because they didn't like they didn't grow up together and they still don't live in the same town. So, so, so their, their nurse goal nurse. wasn't to like <laughs> live together and, and be and be like old twins together. Um, I would not be okay with that. If I'm going to live to 107, I better at least be <laughs> in the same. And you're still alive too, Katie. I better be in the same nursing home from you at least. But. Uh, They said in here that their goal was to outlive these famous other girl twins that were from Japan that were like beloved in their society out in Japan, these beloved twins. And they did. They beat them by like six months. (laughs) And now they are the the world record holders as the oldest twins. But yeah, uh, interesting story. So I'll put a link to that that's yeah everything that we're talking about today we'll have a link to in our on our website so you can cite our references so you can see that we're not making it up um and also you can read more about it um so but yeah that was a happier story than i'm about to tell you i've got some not very fun stuff so i'll get through this stuff quickly and we can go to hollywood but um, Sorry, so,
1: katie it's funny you yeah. mentioned that about the bad omens though I mean, oh, really? I didn't grow up in West Africa, I grew up in South Africa, but even when I was born, I'm not sure twins were a huge thing. Like mm-hmm. I can't think of any older twins that I knew that were older than me, mm-hmm. um, even growing up. Um, and I remember my mom telling me as a kid that uh, it, it, she had a couple comments saying, you know, we were, I don't want to say it, we're in a church right now, but, you know, <laughs> twins were the devil's children. Um, <gasps> That's what they say? I, yeah so the bad omen it's that it, they would say it was bad omens are from the devil i mean they never said it to us but you know if she mentioned she had twins or something they were i think it's an african belief not necessarily like white Af- right. south africans right so um like obviously she didn't take it personally but it mm-hmm. doesn't it's not even that far back that it happens i still think now they probably still have those superstitions i bet they do that's yeah. interesting
0: oh i'm glad yeah. you have that insight and that you're you know, you have some cultural background to this.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've never been like bullied for being twins. I'm not sure anyone ever bullied us. Um, but I think okay. it's definitely an like an African superstition.
0: Well, I wonder, yeah. if, I wonder if in those communities where they still have those superstitions, I wonder how, what they do with twins. Do they bully them? Do they send them away still? That might still happen. I don't know.
1: It's a good thing to research, actually. I've never thought about it.
0: I don't know, like Katie, do you remember um, how we have that picture of when? Thank you. <laughs> of when we went to the circus and we met those yes. oh, those. Okay, so the only other twins we had ever met, and I don't know how old we were in this picture. Do you want to say it's like we, we were, were like, probably four, four. So I don't remember this, but I do remember the picture because I remember thinking it was a really cool picture. So these are the first twins we ever met. Our mom took us to the circus, and there was a set of male twins, but that happened to be little people as well. So they were little. And they were identical. And we took a picture with them. And they were wearing all red, white, and blue, like satiny tuxedos. I don't know if it was a 4th of July thing. And we happened to also be dressed in identical dresses, red, white, and blue. There was two sets of them. They had the girl twins that were taller than the boy twins. But oh, they were right. all, all four of them were little people. They were beautiful. They yeah. had these women and then these men. And they were And they were dressed in, yeah, in the red, white, and blue. So I don't remember this circus, and I don't remember what the performance exactly was that they did, but I remember looking at the picture later as a child when we were a little bit older, and I remember thinking gosh, I hope these twins didn't feel bad about the fact that they were like in a circus show. Like, I I remember thinking to myself, like, are they being treated as freaks? And that's why they're performing in the circus. And I remember feeling like that would be sad. And I hope that wasn't the case. Obviously, (laughs) no one forced them to work in the circus. But I just it was the first time I thought about like, Gosh, are twins considered freaks? Because I don't ever remember yeah. being treated like that. But anyway, I think they were just—they're different than you'd see every day. You don't oftentimes see little people, and you don't oftentimes see twin little people. Mm-hmm. And so they probably just wanted to, you know, perform together because it is something that's interesting to people. But yeah. you no, know, I'm sure there was a day in time when that wasn't the case. If you were a twin, your yeah. only <laughs> job was the circus. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm well, um. So so here is some incidences that are kind of sad where um where twins have been used as lab rats. So being twins actually got these these people tortured. Um Ooh. so during the Holocaust, Eva Core, she is she's a Holocaust survivor and she's telling she tells this story and there'll be a link on our website um that has, that links back to this YouTube interview that I saw where she's telling about the 1500 sets that's 3000 individuals that were um experimented on um that were jewish captured and they were experimented on by doctor mengala and um she and her twin sister were um on the sorting platform after they got off the cattle cars a nazi soldier came running over to them yelling twins twins and they he asked their mother are they twins and she said, well, that depends. Is that good? And he said, yes, yes, it's very good. And so she yeah. said, then yes, they're twins. And then he grabbed them and yanked them away from their mother, and they never saw her again, ever. So, so they were taken to a special barracks with other girl twins, 16 and under, like hundreds of them, in bunk beds. And then they were experimented on for the duration of their time there, but... Out of the 1,500 sets of twins, 250 of them or so survived at the end of the war. So it could be that being twins ultimately saved their lives because they were in the right place in the right time. What, when you say experimented on, what what do you mean? Like what kind of things did they? They would inject something. They didn't even, they weren't telling them, you know, they didn't probably even speak the same language, but they didn't tell them what they were doing to them. They would inject them with stuff and they would do experiments on them they would they'd strip them down naked and were they would measure and poke and prod at them and you know who knows what they were looking for and then when one of them was deathly ill it was eva that got sent to the infirmary actually it wasn't even the infirmary it was where they send people to die she realized because there was no water in there they weren't giving them food or water they were just and um dr mangala the head guy the scientist that was conducting the study, he came by and looked at her chart and said, Too bad, she's so young, but she'll be dead within two weeks. And then her sister reports, so, so she lived, she crawled to water because she was you know, so weak she couldn't walk at one point. And she knew that if she didn't survive, that they would kill her sister, that they were mm-hmm. only being kept alive to do experiments on. And she said, um, They were doing some, they were checking to see what I would do during those two weeks that they thought you were dying. They were, they were taking all kinds of tests on me to see what would happen. She said, I don't know what they were looking for. Like psychological tests to see like if she would be like... Like if she could notice that if they're showing any signs that her sister was in distress.
1: Like if they're connected, oh. like because... Yeah. They probably didn't like the... them as human, I'm yeah. guessing.
0: Yeah. Exactly. That's
1: so so that is
0: horrible and That's tragic. And I'm sorry to bring it up, but it leads to my next thing. Like I'm sure that the Holocaust was just the biggest number of sets of twins that were experimented on. I'm sure it has happened in every country of the world in all different generations. But um, this next story is from the movie, three identical strangers. Did you see that Joe?
1: I haven't. No, I've seen, I've seen, was on Netflix, right? Yes. I've seen it, but I yes. haven't watched it. No, it is. is it's it so
0: good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's about Robert, shafran eddie galland and david kelman they were um triplets separated at birth um by adoption an adoption agency called the louise wise services um and they were actually coincidentally a jewish um adoption agency and these were jewish kids and the um, they were adopted out to families that had no clue that they were adopting a you know part of a set of triplets and then they did the same thing they did but not not in the inhumane ways that they did in the in auschwitz auschwitz um they instead <laughs> just i can't get that word i'm so just sorry say it the way I, you
1: say it <laughs> yeah don't
0: okay. crack yourself every time <laughs> okay well we can edit that out i hope i'm sorry i'm making more work for us um but um so they still did something horrible by separating these triplets and not letting them be raised together. And they actually would go, I won't, I won't tell you everything because I want you to go see this movie, Joe, but mm-hmm. they did keep tabs on these kids and they would send psychologists out to study them and their different homes. And they would go from one to the other. They lived within like a, what'd they say, Julie, like a 30 mile radius of each other. I don't remember, but they, they didn't would, far. Yeah, they would send the same scientist out to each different house and... Um, study them and see how how they were growing alike or different. Based they didn't really on... explain well. What did the parents think about this? Because they didn't know that they were part of an experiment at all. But I think they, they thought it thought... was just a service for adopted they... kids. Yeah, they just thought it was like oh. we're just checking up on seeing how the adoption process is going. But really, they were doing a psychological experiment, or so not psychological, social experiment, so- sociological, because they were seeing what happened if different parenting styles what effect it had on the different of the three kids and they each were adopted into houses that already had an older sister also adopted from the same agency that was the same age so they were they were trying to keep certain parts elements of the experiment the same right that's that's how you do a good experiment so anyway so that was tragic that they separated them, but at least they weren't torturing them or injecting them with anything. It's a yeah. fa- it's a fascinating story. It's good a, a So it's
1: a did they se- did they separate them on purpose so they could yes. do this experiment? Yes. That, see that's mean. That's I just, mean. just think that's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and then they,
0: <laughs> they lied about it and I think they destroyed documentation about it. It was hard to even oh. find out the exact they never did find out well what was it that they were exactly exper- like what were their findings they, yeah. they couldn't ever find the documents to find out what the findings were yeah.
1: so they like had them, they had them under
0: lock and key they were like on a, a 50 or 100 year lockdown and nobody could nobody was allowed to access them but i think i, well, I won't tell you the end of the movie they do mention at, like as a postscript at the end of the movie some some newer update because of the movie Something, they had some success, but I won't give it away.
1: Okay, all right. I've made a note to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we can't exactly talk about Scary Twins
1: without bringing up the movie The Shining.
0: Yeah, you know never, that one? Yeah,
1: I never saw it, but I can see the picture of the twins. No. I don't do creepy movies, so yeah, <laughs> I don't well, even like looking at that.
0: Definitely <laughs> don't ever watch this one if you don't do creepy movies because it, it will stay well, with basically you forever. they. It's the scariest moment, I think, of the movie. Yeah. I think most people, like, when they think of The Shining, they think of those twins yeah. standing there talking and saying, come and
1: play with us, yeah, Donnie. The us. Yeah, so <laughs> it. so
0: creepy. With the blood coming in the floor yeah. underneath them. Oh, that's the worst. We can't even talk about it it's so no. bad. <laughs> okay, but they so portray them we, as basically like demonistic and very much like talking at the same time dressing exactly like standing exactly like which as we know know twins don't move at the same time or speak at the same time or we have our own brains Mm -hmm. so i don't like that portrayal thanks a lot stephen king
1: yeah no me neither
0: Okay, so let's see if you guys can scare me. What is the creepiest thing that you have learned about twins? Okay, well, I did some research after we had our talk with Joe, And she had mentioned that in Africa, there is a belief that twins are evil. And I did some research and I found an article from The Guardian where they talk about just that, that um, in Ni- Nigeria, there's like remote towns in Nigeria and tribes that still believe that twins are evil. And so the article is um, says here, they ensure each twin baby dies, the secret killings in C- central Nigeria. So that's the article title. And this was written in two thousand and eighteen by someone, a journalist in South Africa, and I'll put the link on our website. but, Basically, um, there's missionaries that are going in there and trying to rescue these twins from being killed. So they they consider the mother to be unclean that's giving birth to these twins, and then they think that they're evil. So um, they interviewed a local who says... Twin babies, according to our belief, are not humans. They are seen as danger to the existence of the entire community because our ancestors told us that they have strange powers. We see them as gods among men. So at birth, the entire village is alerted that a threat and perhaps an evil has been born into the community. So it's really sad. And I guess the, the other places in Nigeria don't believe that this is really is still happening. Because it just sounds so bizarre. But these tribes that are in these remote areas still believe this. And I guess they had been believing this for a long time. Like most of Africa used to believe this. But there's remote areas where they still think that twins are evil. But isn't it also Nigeria where they have towns that in areas where there's more than the normal amount of twins being born every year, that they have a twin festival and they revere twins? Yes. Yeah, so there is another. There's another town in Nigeria that they wrote about in a BBC news article. Um, it's um, Ig- Igbo Ora. It has, it's, that's the name of the town, I guess. Um, it's a town in Nigeria where they have an unusually high birth rate of twins. And so they have this twin festival, and it's like a good thing. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's really and, and they don't think twins are evil. So it's not all of Nigeria that thinks they're evil. It's just these remote villages. But just crazy to think that we grew up in, thankfully, in a time when that nobody a thought. time of. and place. A time and place where nobody thinks that about twins. So I had no idea that anybody used to think that about twins. <laughs> so now right. it sort of makes sense why Hollywood portrays it. And then I found another article about all the movies in history that have portrayed twins as evil or creepy or something you know what i was also thinking about Mm -hmm. is that story that movie single white female with Mm -hmm. um with what's her Mm -hmm. name oh um fonda Mm -hmm. bridget Mm -hmm. fonda and she is those not twins but it's this psycho Mm -hmm. girl isn't it jennifer jason lee yeah answers an ad in the in the newspaper, and bridget and bridget fonda yeah and um she answers an ad to be a roommate right and then mm-hmm. she takes on this girl's identity. So it was yeah. before identity theft was a thing. This was like in the late eighties or early nineties this movie came out. Yeah, and she cut her hair like her and she basically looked exactly like her she by the dressed end dressed like her and she got she she was trying to be mistaken for her and well, I guess that happened in the talented Mr. Ripley, right? Mm-hmm. Like he did the same yeah, thing. Like he took on someone else's identity. He didn't look like him though. He he didn't, but he was dressing like him and he was using his name to people that didn't know what he looked like. Oh and but he, in could this... do, he can make his voice and sound and he could like make him. his voice mm-hmm. sound That's like him right. on the phone. And um and this single white female, she she'd made herself look like her from far mm-hmm. away. So like the the, the bell man mm-hmm. at, in the building thought it was her and mm-hmm. she tried to trick the boyfriend. Which you're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Boyfriends don't like that. But she was a murderer in this case. But I won't yes. give it away because you might want to go see it. Yeah, better. and and they, they this article talks about movies where they they basically have like a doppelganger. So they're not actually twins, but they're like twins. And I really and- want to have a whole show about doppelgangers because I've researched these this study on doppelgangers, and it's by the world mm-hmm. biggest expert on on twins and he was interested in doppelgamer gears even though they're not mm-hmm. twins it's the same idea like yes how two people can look so much alike and mm-hmm. it's kind of more fascinating that these people are mostly not related to each other mm-hmm. i mean some of them he found out were distant cousins but- yeah so this article is talking about with movies from way back that I never heard of, like The Black Room from nineteen thirty five and the Twins of Evil from nineteen seventy one and the what other called Twins of Evil? Yep, yeah, and then the other from nineteen seventy two. And I I don't know any of these um stories, but um but it got me thinking about, do you remember that Macaulay Colkin movie um, yes. called The Good Son? And I That's know exactly they. exactly what you were going to say. They weren't brothers. I think they were cousins, right? They were cousins. And one of them. So Macaulay Colkin's character is mm-hmm. evil. And then his cousins lost his mom. His mom mm-hmm. died. And so he came to stay with his aunt and uncle and his cousins. And Macaulay Colkin yeah. was his age. And And he was evil, but they call it the good son, which makes me wonder if they originally wrote it to be twins, but maybe they couldn't find twin actors or maybe they just really wanted to use Macaulay Culkin. And like Ava, you were saying, maybe, you know, about when they use one person to play twins, but maybe they didn't want to do all that chopping up of like having him play two characters. And maybe they just really wanted to use Macaulay Culkin because this was right after Home Alone came out. You know, this is like not long after. And so, maybe they just really had him in mind and thought, well, maybe we'll change the story and have it be a cousin because he wasn't the good son. he was the good cousin, basically, yeah, but the mom wanted a good son, yeah, and so so his aunt started acting like his mother, and the the good boy, who was really the cousin, he mm-hmm. he was needing a mother also, and she she was a mother already and her kids were alive but they were evil mm-hmm. well actually she'd lost a son she lost her baby son and i don't won't give away- don't say I- why because you'll give I away i won't say why because that's giving away too much but um yeah macaulay Colkin was evil. that was such a good movie but it's it- so creepy ava don't watch it it'll give you nightmares it's so bad it's a creepy scary movie but it's like good It's well done. It's very well done. But that's why I don't like it. But it's the same idea, don't you feel like, of like a good kid, bad kid, even though they're not twins. Can I I just say something? I do not like, as a school teacher and a mother, I do not like movies that portray kids. I don't think kids should be involved in horror movies at all. They should not be in them. Yeah, there's a lot of creepy stuff about twins. Like, just what you're describing already sounds creepy. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, should I be running from you two right now? Yeah. Like, if there, if there's, like, stuff that, like, you know. We're not creepy. We haven't done yeah. anything creepy. We're not trying to scare you, Ava. Yeah, we're just talking about how Hollywood makes twins seem creepy. And we're trying to figure out why that is. Like, why do people sometimes have the idea that mm-hmm. twins are either there's an evil twin or they're both from the devil or something like that? that we were saying originally that this comes from Hollywood but where we found out that this originates in history and I had completely forgotten about Cain and Abel and from the Bible I know isn't that crazy yeah because that's not a story that gets a whole lot of attention even though it's you're right it's the first it's the first born on earth it's the Adam and Eve's first kids and they were the first babies born and they were twins and they were twins and they one was evil yep. So, da. That's an old, old concept. I know, and I didn't even think of that. Um, but one thing I wanted to add to from our discussion about the Shining is that while I was reading, remember how we were saying, like, "Oh, Stephen King, why'd you do that?" Yeah. Well, his book was about twins, but not identical twins, and it was um, the director, which is Stanley Kubrick, changed his mind and thought identical twins were just spookier. But I really think if you look back at the picture, I think the actresses, maybe Stephen King already picked out the actors. I don't know. But they don't look identical. They are dressed identical and they speak in unison. But if you look at their faces, and I really feel like one of them's taller. Am I imagining that? No, I'm looking at their picture right now. One is taller, but they do look identical to me. They do? Yeah. Other than the one being taller. You know what? We'll discuss this when we discuss. We are going to have a whole show on identical and a whole show on fraternal. And, um... We will discuss that, that sometimes identical twins, one will be taller. Like, I feel like that happened with you Mm -hmm. and me. I feel like I was taller for, like, by one inch or two inches. Maybe they grew at different rates. Because then in another article, I saw a picture of what they looked like grown up, and they definitely looked identical. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That that makes more sense. So so Stanley Kubrick won all the way around on getting identical twins, huh? I think so. Because it was creepier, but I don't like that. So yes, Ava, I'm with you. I don't really like twins being portrayed as evil, or even thinking that there's a whole society who still believe that they're evil. (laughs) That just makes me really, really sad, and I'm glad that we didn't grow up like that. Yeah, I can imagine that. That would be pretty frustrating, like, you know, being twins and and seeing that in a lot of movies. (laughs) But I don't feel like anybody that we've known has treated us like there's something creepy or weird no, about her. not at all but they, they celebrated think, if anything they're fascinated like ooh, you can read each other's minds that's so cool or it's always a positive thing but a positive we thing we can't even read each other's mind. we don't have any of those superpowers that would be beneficial the only thing i can say is that well i don't know if you want me talking about this <laughs> but when i had a little bit of esp before your first marriage Yes. That's a whole, well, that is a creepy thing. And this is a creepy topic. Maybe we should bring it up. Okay. Well, if you don't mind me saying it. um, So Katie was married before and I didn't like the guy, but she seemed happy. And so I thought she wanted to marry him. And I thought, you know, it was fine. I was just bummed that I didn't like him and that we didn't really get along. And, but I thought she was happy. And then on her, the day of her rehearsal dinner, So the night before her wedding, I just got this horrible feeling and I just knew it's like a knowing came over me and I got so sick to my stomach and I just knew without a doubt she's going to be miserable. Then she was making a huge mistake and I couldn't shake the the feeling and I was so nauseous. I couldn't eat dinner at the rehearsal dinner and I was just sick about it because I was knowing she was making a mistake, but like, what can you do? It felt like it was too late, you know? Yeah. And I, that's never happened to me before. And it kind of took me by surprise because I, up until that moment, thought this was something that was, you know, fine for her. And then I knew that it wasn't.
1: <laughs>
0: so, mm-hmm. so I don't know if that's a twin thing or if I just have a little bit of ESP in general. Yeah, well, we know you have ESP, but that's, you know, you, you could go into that. But that doesn't have to do with twin telepathy because I never had that gift. The, yeah. the most thing that I can come up with that I've had that's been ESP-like is, you know, what everyone has, where I'll be singing a song, and I'll turn mm-hmm. on the radio, and the exact song that I was just singing— at the exact at, part in at the, the song. the exact part will come on the radio. Or, yep. like, I'll pick up the phone to call someone, and the phone didn't even ring, and that person is on the other line. Like they called me and I answered, not trying to answer the phone. I was trying to make a call and it's to them and they're on the line. Like I've had things like that happen or like major deja vu. Like I'll go into a place and I'll be like, okay, I know that I've never been here before, but I also know that I've been here before. Yep. I had that for a whole class period in college. Yeah. That was creepy when you had that. That's very, very strange. I don't know what deja vu, I don't know how you get deja vu, but I definitely had it. Yeah. So, but we didn't have anything in those, those encounters it had nothing to do with us being twins and didn't involve the both of us. Those were right. separate incidences. So I don't think in our case that there's such a thing as twin telepathy really, except maybe that instance of the night before my bad wedding. Yeah. But you guys always like when in like family games that oh like, like that. don't play Pictionary with us oh <gasps> Ava that is so true have have we played yeah. a games like that with you Ava or are you just oh, yeah. remembering you guys, uh, every family game that has to do with like guessing uh mm-hmm. your, your teammates uh whatever like you guys would always win because like you, you guys would just be like every single one you would get yep. to, like all you have to say is like two words and yeah what it is and yeah, they are and they aren't enough words that you would should be able to guess what the person was going to say. But see, the only thing I can think about that is that husbands and wives can do that. Or or siblings that are not twins, I feel like if they know each other really well. Or best mm-hmm. friends, I feel like they can do that too. Yeah, I don't think Julian, it has to do with being and and twins. Do that yeah, you and Julian do that. So, yeah, my kids are 17 months apart and they have a little bit of that. Yeah, people with a lot of shared experience and with a close bond, I feel like could probably do that but i don't i mean i know derek my husband really well and i don't ever do stuff like that with him that's true just with you like yeah people cannot beat us in pictionary yeah yes i don't even try people out there (laughs) not gonna work yeah so that's that's the fun part of being a twin yeah that's one of the many fun parts well we hope that you have enjoyed our spooky halloween episode and we hope you catch us next time yes all right goodbye for now bye bye Bye. for more information about our episodes or to contact us about future show ideas please go to our website twintopiapod.com thank you for joining us we'll see you next time